I'm probably just going to lead in with this, actually. Uh, I mean, we, we we don't even need a lead in. We can just start with this, right? I'm pretty sure this is. I'm pretty sure this is how the pros do it. We can just yeah, that's that that's our lead in. And this is cool. where we say something witty to the effect of, "Well, hello, listeners." And welcome to the Command Edit Podcast, the first inaugural right. episode. Uh, yeah, we're, we're uh, what are we, the, the post-production podcast that we want to listen to? Yeah, we're the, yeah, we're the post-production podcast that we want to listen to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, what else should we come up with? Uh, post-production podcast without all the noise. Yes, yes, clever punning there, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, I also liked your, your little tagline. Uh, you edit all day. Why listen to a podcast about more editing? Well, because this is about more than just editing. And as you'll find out. But thank you for plugging us into your ear holes and pressing play. We really appreciate it. And uh, if you're listening to this episode, it means that we didn't make the right decision and trashed this one uh, and uh, released it to the masses. So uh, we deserve whatever ridicule we get. That's right. That's right. So uh, I guess to start off with, uh, I am Josh Short. Uh, I am a video editor and I do a bunch of other things. Uh, I work in D.C., uh, live in Virginia. Um, and yeah, who are you? Myself. Uh, I am Nick Montgomery and I am a uh, feature film editor from Ontario, Canada, and uh, also delve into uh, visual effects, color correction, uh, you know, many different aspects of post. Uh, but uh, yeah, and also a podcaster. Uh, this is my second podcast, uh, but uh, one that I've been wanting to do for quite some time. And luckily, uh, you know, the stars aligned. Josh and I uh, met one another and we also both had the same idea. We both wanted a podcast where we talked about post-production and uh beyond as well that's right uh this is my first podcast so uh audience be gentle with me um <laughs> however i do run a couple other websites uh and i have a youtube channel where i make tutorials so i'm not a complete rookie when it comes to the microphone no you're doing we're, we're both doing pretty well considering we're both drinking that's right yeah did need some uh, liquid courage to start this so uh what do you have in your glass nick uh, well, actually, I'm balancing things out. In my left hand here, I've got my coffee, and in my right, just a finger of scotch. All right, I'm working with a Bell's Kalamazoo Stout. It is one of my favorite beers. Ooh, stout. It's going to be heavy. Yes. <laughs> we better get to the good stuff before that kicks in. <laughs> All right. Um, so the reason why you're listening to us, uh, the reason why we started this podcast is uh, because we both are listeners of post-production podcasts. However, we have both found a need for a post-production podcast that is about more than just the tech side and uh, educating oneself on uh, post-production. Um, me personally, and you know, Josh, you can speak to your own reasons in a second, but uh, me personally, um, I, I love any chance to educate myself more uh, on my craft, but... You know, the podcasts that are out there, while they're very informative and they have a lot of value to them, I haven't found many that are 
as entertaining as I would like uh, and difficult to connect to on a personal level. And so that's something I've always sought for. That's something I've always looked for and uh, never found. So one day I said, screw it. I'm just going to make it. Cool. Yeah. And uh, I guess for me, uh, I want to listen to a podcast that that is about more than uh, just the news like you. Um, But I also I want to learn about the creative process. I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about the, the struggles of being an editor and how to overcome those things. Cool, cool. Yeah, I think we both have uh, yeah, much, much more to add to the discussion than uh, just simple, you know, shortcuts and you know, uh, you know unboxing and different uh, NLEs and you know, products and stuff like that. Um, there's more to it. And we all know. Don't, that. don't, don't <laughs> hate on shortcuts though, because uh, I am a, a shortcut loving uh, person. Oh, no, yeah, I'm not hating. I'm saying we'll include that stuff, but we're also going to include a lot more than that. Um, Definitely. And leading into that, uh, why don't uh, do you want to tell people more about Edit Video Faster and uh, what you're all about? Sure, yeah. Um, so I have a site, Edit Video Faster. Uh, I started it back in June last year, June 2014. Uh, kind of on a whim. It was something that I wanted to do uh, just, just to get out there more in the video editing community. I felt like I had really, uh, I, I'd stopped being active and growing professionally. So I want to start a site and to meet other video editors and to help them in any way that I could. So I started to edit video faster. Um, so over there I write a post every week and I also make a tutorial every week, uh, usually somewhere between three and five minutes. Um, and I teach, you know, something something different i guess uh this week i'm doing something in photoshop last week was avid media composer um i am an avid media composer editor that is my non-linear editor of choice um i also dabble with after effects uh, because you kind of have to if you're a video editor today uh, unless you're on something above that Mm. um so yeah i guess uh, i i work in dc i already mentioned that I work at a healthcare startup, and I run their media department, so I don't get to edit as much as I used to. Um, I do edit, I do shoot, and I also create websites, and I write articles, and manage projects, and do all these other things, Um, and some days I really just want to get back to editing, and uh, this website, Edit Video Faster, allows me to do that. Very cool. And uh, you're also a bit of a family man, yeah? Uh, yes. Uh, my wife, uh, she is upstairs asleep as we record this late in the night. Uh, <laughs> the dog is asleep as well. Peyton uh, is my five-year-old mutt. She is part Corgi, part Shiba Inu, and part about a hundred other things. So what about you, Nick? Um, I know you're editing a feature right now, right? Yeah, and... Uh... A uh, very brief story of how I came to be in the world of post is that uh, uh, once I moved to the city that I lived in, uh, that I live in right now, currently Guelph, uh, I moved here for school. Discovered a underground group of filmmakers that were all about guerrilla filmmaking and doing it for you know shoestring budgets. Uh, joined up with them, kind of like joining up with a bad gang. Uh, you know, got mixed in with the wrong crowd. 
but no, it was fun, and uh, uh, I worked w uh, with those uh, those people for a number of years. We formed our own post production, uh, sorry, production studio where we uh, handled many different aspects of production, and I actually got started in cinematography um, because our cinematographer at the time up and left to pursue a career in firefighting randomly enough and that was left you know no one was left holding the camera so i picked it up started shooting and from there just kind of picked up whatever uh you know whatever other tasks needed to be done so if there was a job that needed an editor okay i'll try that so it was all it was a uh, a group of uh self-taught people and so uh, did, did uh did one day you just say i'm done shooting and all i want to do is edit uh, no, and I haven't really said that because I uh, I have a strong fondness for shooting and editing. Uh, they kind of go hand in hand for me. For me, it's a bit of balance of both. Uh, after I've been editing for about three or four months, I kind of crave being on set again. Um, and actually, to segue into what's been my focus for the past year, uh, I never pursued a career as you know seriously as an editor because. It's a lonely job, and you miss out on the the fun of of production of being on set. And I didn't like that. I like the camaraderie on set and the stories that come from it. And it's a very different atmosphere on set than it is you know in the cutting room. So, um, you know, I did editing more on the side for a number of years until uh, about a little over a year ago. I was approached by a, uh, a production company in town, Black Fawn Films, who wanted to hire me as an editor, but to be available on set. So I transpo transported my entire editing suite to set, and I cut the film as they shot it. And that, to me, was the was the you know the best of both worlds because I was on set, I was mingling with the crew, and also I was uh, editing this feature as you know faster than uh, is usually done. And we ended up getting a rough cut done uh, less than 10 days after we wrapped. And so from there, it was like that, all right, that's what I want to do. So I've been editing features for the past year and with a focus on being available on set. Cool. Um, so do you see yourself in the future doing that as well? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a big, um, uh, I'm a big advocate for having your editor on set. And I think that is really, that's where things are moving. And... Uh, not only that, I thought I discovered something new with that. I thought, ah, this is something that no one else has ever done. And actually, it's very far from that. Uh, it's something that David Fincher has been doing for a number of his productions now. Um, and even going even further back than Fincher, there have been cases where uh, there have been editors who have worked concurrently with uh, with the production crew. So it's not that new of a thing. But I do think that... Now, where technology is now, it's becoming much more popular, especially as uh, producers and directors really reap the benefits of yeah. seeing what they shot yesterday, not just in dailies today, but cut into a scene. Yeah, you just uh, reminded me um, that talking to you, I'm going to learn how uh, film illiterate that I actually am. <laughs> Why is that? Be because, uh, I mean, I, I work in the uh, corporate world. I work in the training world and the government world. I, I am nowhere near a set unless I, I am out there with untrained professionals shooting training videos. So when, uh, when you talk about going on a set, I mean, I've been, 
I have been on one set my entire life. I was I PA'd um, for about two days. I was already a senior video editor, which is a lo- long story. I, but I was like six months out of school, and I was a senior video editor. Again, we'll get into that in another episode, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and I'm PAing on the set, and they take they take two hours to get to get one shot, and and it drove me crazy. And you, uh, you said, after that, you said you were PAing on set, yes? Yes, production assistant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was hanging lights and taping on cables, which is fine, you know, no big deal. But then I just sat there for two hours while, while they tried to get one shot. And uh, and that was that was it for, for me on set. So <laughs> I do think I, I would like to one day edit features. I think my, my main... My main thing one day is to edit a documentary, mm. um, but but for now, uh, I mean the the feature world and the film world. I mean that's you, and I can speak on the corporate side, um, which I think is really good for our audience because we can we can cover a lot of bases this way. Yeah, and and you know, I think we know our, we know one another fairly well, but we're gonna start learning even more on this podcast. I'm learning more and more just in the first episode how we kind of have a really perfect balance here uh, of uh, the type of work that we do and also our lifestyles. So uh, we're going to have some really either complimenting or conflicting points of view. Which, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a good idea, Josh. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I think you're the one who approached me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you agreed with me. So... <laughs> Cool, man. Uh, uh, so, do we want do we want to get into our, our first segment? Absolutely. Uh, well, actually, I just wanted to, to clear up one thing that we we did miss in the intro of the podcast. So, what uh, what we aim to make uh, how we aim to make this podcast uh, stand out from the rest is that yes, we're going to be talking about the tech side of uh, post production, uh, and so yes, there will be times for shortcuts and tips and uh, you know, other little tidbits like that. So things that really appeal to other editors and uh, visual effects artists out there. But uh, as well, uh, you know, there'll be time for us to talk about uh, the editing, the editor's lifestyle and also how to maintain balance. So, um, well, uh, another good segue into uh, the first segment of the podcast. Um, A very strong focus of mine for the past couple of years now has been my fitness and health as it pertains to my work uh, and maintaining a balance of that. Because as anybody who works in post-production knows, you know, your health is, uh, it, it can be at jeopardy if you, if you don't uh, prioritize it, if you don't set it as a priority. Um, and that will in turn affect your health. So one of the things that I want to make sure that, uh, that I talk about on this podcast from time to time uh, are uh, issues about your health and fitness and uh, how they can, how focusing on them is not only important to, you know, you in your life, but also how it also improves your productivity as an editor. Uh, you know, counting the years back to when I was first starting out uh, in, in the first few years of my career, uh, I, my, my family and friends were, uh, kind of lost to me because uh, they knew me as the guy who sleeps three hours each night and the rest of the time I'm working. Um, I worked a separate job and, you know, just getting, uh, oh, let me turn my phone off. 
Um, I worked a separate job alongside, you know, working on other productions. And uh, between the two jobs, you know, that was my life. That was my 21-hour day. And it was like that. It, that was my lifestyle for a good four or five years. And I just keep thinking of how much that has probably taken off my life. Uh, you know, the no sleep, the eating terribly, being stressed out constantly, uh, you know, all these things, they add up and they really tax you, which is not good for you in the long run. But uh, also, if the healthier you keep you keep yourself, both physically and mentally, uh, you may find that you actually, you know, turn out better work. So, um, yeah, that's one thing that's going to be a focus of mine. Um, one thing I want to, to ask you, Josh, is, you know, do you, are there things that you do that uh, that you know? Is there a routine that you have, or the things that you remind yourself to do to help maintain balance between work and you know keeping yourself in <laughs> keeping yourself from falling apart? Uh, physically, you mean uh, health health wise? It can be physically, but also uh, you know mentally, uh, making time for you know social time with friends, just you know unwinding, getting away from the desk oh, yeah. every once in a while. Um, I would say probably in September, I started trying meditation, like, because uh, it's the hot new thing everyone's trying, mm. and I tried it out, and uh, I'm pretty good with it, I maybe about three times a week, uh, um, and that definitely keeps me going mentally. Um, I know on the days that I don't get my 10 to 15 minutes in, I notice a difference, Um which I, I don't understand why I don't do it every day. Um, but, uh, I mean, today, today earlier this afternoon, I, I got my 15 minutes in, and I think that's why I'm able to be up at this hour and still kind of focused on what I'm doing. Um, so definitely I say meditation, and um, I do keep a pretty good morning routine that I've had for a while now. Um, and it's just like 10 minutes in the morning, that I, I just take to myself, like right when I get up, and just like, you know, focus on the day and get a couple push-ups in, and, and that stuff. And uh, when I start my day off like that, then it's usually a pretty good day. Cool, cool. I, I applaud that you do meditation. That is, it's a great thing to do, and uh, it's something that I do from time to time. I should start off my day with it, um, but actually, well. In kind of a way, I do meditation, but uh, a folk, uh, um, things that uh, I'm more prone to do would be starting off the day with about an hour of yoga, which is equal parts meditation, but also, you know, it resets me mentally and then gets me, you know, uh, physically stretched and ready for the day, invigorates me so I'm ready to tackle uh, whatever work comes my way. Um, and uh, a new thing that I've done this year is I've... I've never considered myself before, even in my youth, athletic or sportsman-like. You know, I, I was the kid in school who I didn't care about sports at all. No, I got to move around and sweat and work. Like, no, 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 that's not fun. Screw that. So uh, I was more of a video games person growing up. You know, I'm going sit, to sit on the couch, watch some colorful lights on the screen. Like, yeah, that's what I want to do. So... That yeah, that shift has been happening over the past two years, and I'm by no stretch of the imagination. Uh, I'm definitely not athletic. Um, I'm not. You know, I'm still a shape, not in shape. 
but uh, I think I'm, I'm getting better and I have a bit of a routine now that I do, but also I'm pushing myself to do things that I'm not, you, I'm not used to doing, like I'm doing a Tough Mudder in August, which I really don't know how I signed up for that. That was a, I, 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 I might've been drunk for that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, last year, last, uh, I guess I started in April and I guess it finished early August. I did a hundred straight days of running at least a mile. And I'm I'm not I'm not a runner. I did I did cross country my freshman year of high school, and that was pretty much the last time I ran outside of wrestling practice, like way back in high school. So I mean, this is I don't know ten years later, and I decide oh, I want to run for a hundred straight days, um, and it was awful. Uh, <laughs> on uh, whatever day I ended, I think it was like August third. I said I'm never doing this again. And I think I'm going to start started again this April. I think like <laughs> I, I wrote down like April 7th or something like that. Uh, that well, that's when I'm going. It was such a bad idea the first time around. Let's do it again. That's right. <laughs> but have you noticed that uh, like thinking back my my earlier years working as an editor, sitting at the desk, you know, that, that, that has become a thing in the past couple of years. Sitting is the new smoking. You know, any desk job that involves sitting for many hours a day, uh, you know, it's finally cluing into people that all of that time spent sitting is killing you. So thinking back to the early years of when I was starting out as an editor, I keep, uh, I hang my head in shame at, uh, you know, I would sit at the desk for like 10 hours straight, getting up to go to the, go to the bathroom, of course. But other than that, like I sat and I just remembered like not feeling well, but I didn't know any better than to take care of yeah. myself. But that also I reflected I, I was, in my work. So, I was uh, I was pretty lucky at my first editing job. I had that for about four years, and uh, I made a lot of friends at the company. So I, I did have my little edit bay closet off on the side out of nowhere. But uh, because I, I was you know away from everybody, I had to go walk to go talk to all my friends. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm pretty social. So I'd get up, you know, go walk see one friend and take them and we'd go walk get another friend then we go walk three blocks to starbucks um so that was pretty nice and now uh now my new my new job uh, which i've had for about a year and a half um walk to starbucks and we we have a ping pong table so that's nice <laughs> uh we get we get uh usually get a ping pong game in at least once a day awesome awesome um so yeah uh to to wrap up uh uh, my little mini segment here it's not going to be something i'm going to be talking you know to death i'm not by no means a fitness and health nut but i will pipe in from now it, it is it is a focus of mine it's a passion of mine um to uh, to take to take care of yourself and also how that reflect how that then leads to better work uh when you're actually on the clock so those are things that you can expect in future episodes from time to time and uh, I promise not to uh, get you know get too crazy and you know talk about my gym routine you know in in you know, your, your, great your, detail. Your, your <laughs> supersets and uh, you know your your one rep maxes. None of that. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about my other. Let me tell you about CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. Which I've done uh, CrossFit by the way. It's awesome. But that's probably the last I'll talk about it because I know how annoying it is. I hopefully know when I'm getting annoying, and you, you, Josh, can tell me when I'm being annoying. 
So sure, man, absolutely. <laughs> so I guess uh, I guess my segment I wanted to touch on uh, the creative outlet outside of post production, because at least in my world, um, not all the videos I edit can be the most creative. Because I mean, I'm editing training videos of doctors and talking to patients and and that sort of things and it I can only get so creative with that um, and I went into this field thinking I get to be creative every day in my life and when that gets taken away from me uh, I, I, I look somewhere else um, so after you know 40 50 hours you know staring at avid media composer um, I don't necessarily want to edit anymore <laughs> So I, I do look for other things. Um, so I mentioned uh, edit video faster. Um, that does take up most of my free time. Um, and now I'd say this podcast will take up another chunk of my free time. Um, <laughs> you remind me of uh, there's the, do you watch Friends at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a segment, I think, where uh, I can't remember what episode, but Rachel's trying to get with this doctor who he's, you know specializes in births. In, in delivering babies and he, he's trying to tell her uh you know what it's like for him to basically look at that all day and then go <laughs> home and he says well you know you work at a cafe right okay don't you ever say to yourself if i see one more cup of coffee i'm just gonna lose it so yeah you just reminded me of that guy that's right. I still have a, a very loving relationship with uh, with Media Composer for now. Um, but yes, I do know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't want to get in there uh, on Saturday afternoon to edit something necessarily. Um, so I'd say c- kind of the reason why I'm here at this podcast. I made a decision about two years, and it was January 2013. So two years and a few months ago, um, again, out of nowhere, I started a beer blog. And I had no idea what I was doing. I'd never used WordPress, um, nothing. I'd never written before at all. Um, and I was like, screw it. Uh, I want to do this. Um, so I started it. I started writing. Um, and I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. And that decision, uh, you know, led me down the road to starting edit video faster and to getting out there in the and the video editing community again and meeting Nick and meeting some of mine and Nick's other friends. Um, and now now we're here um, with the command edit podcast um, and all that, you know, this probably, at least on my side, wouldn't be happening if I didn't look for another creative outlet. So in your search for a creative outlet to get yourself away from post-production, you are now involved in a podcast talking about post-production. That, that is right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know where I went wrong. What are uh, you but, thinking? But, but ta- talking, definitely talking about post-production is different than doing post-production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I uh, in my off time uh, I run an, a, another podcast called Limited Release, which is my little kind of outlet as well, where it's somewhat related to what I do, but uh, not quite. You know, so I take on the role of I'm I'm more press with that than anything else, um, and I 
go to film festivals. Like I was in Vancouver recently for the uh, Vancouver Web Series Film uh, web, uh, web Series Festival, and interviewing uh, the filmmakers about their shows. Uh, so a, it's a really good thing for me to, you know, focus on that's not post production, but also it's uh, also it also works as a killer networking tool. So I can go out and I have a good excuse to walk up to these people and start talking to them about their work. And as soon as they find out that, oh yes, I'm also an editor. Aha, foot in the, in the door. So uh, yeah, it works really well as a, both a creative outlet and also a networking tool. Um, but back to you, you said that uh, there are occasionally some, I, there must be some fun ideas that come to you every once in a while. Like, oh, I really wish I had time to do something like that. That would be fun to do. That would be a, a fun creative editing job or, you know, I really wish I, you know, I would, I could have the energy and motivation to do that. Um, do you, like, have you ever actually acted on those or do those usually just find their way to the back burner? And... Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I am pretty big into beer and the, uh, the craft beer scene. Um, so a lot of the stuff I do want to make is beer related. So uh, there's a local brewery out by me and uh, I've made a couple videos for them. Um, they've actually they've rebranded since, so we we can't use those videos again <laughs> till till we change a whole bunch of things. Aww. Um but uh, but yeah, um, uh, when when there are opportunities or, or if there is something I really want to go do uh, video wise in my free time, um, I, I find a way to do it. Um, like I said, I do want to make a documentary. Um, right now with my schedule. I'm not able to commit that time to it, but but mm. I am planning on on trying to get there to one day have uh, you know that that few months open to to go make my documentary. I think you should, and also now that you've made now that you're going to public you've publicly announced it on the podcast. Now you're kind of committed a little bit to doing it and following it through. You can't disappoint your fans now. Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I've. I've been committed to myself about this documentary for a long time. Cool. Well, I, that's something I'm going to be bugging you now, just to to hear more about. Uh, do you? What's the document? Do you have an idea? Like, what's the documentary going to be about? Do you have a subject, or is it just you want to do a doc? So I definitely want to do a doc. Um, so a uh, little little insider knowledge for the listeners: when we were trying to come up with the name of this podcast. I probably sent Nick uh, forty or fifty or sixty <laughs> for every, terrible yeah. podcast names. For every one um, name I came up with, you had yeah. forty. <laughs> That's right. So um, I, I am a avid uh, list maker of ideas. I, I that is one of my other routines that I do. I make a list of at least ten ideas every single day, um, and on that list, uh, I, I probably have, you know. Uh, you know, two, three pages worth of documentary ideas that I could or would want to make. So it's just, just about picking one out and doing it. Well, so the process begins. We're going to get you to pick one. This, yeah, each, this is now the, the, the main mission of the podcast. Next week, we're going to pick one, pick a topic for you to do. And then the next week, we're going to start filling the crew for you. And yeah, it's, it's so, just gonna so this is now. Me. Command edit podcast and in parentheses, this is how Josh makes a documentary. Put put Josh to work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so mark my words. By episode 100, you'll have your doc done. Um, myself, uh, you know, just as you were talking about that, 
there are ideas that come to me that are that I always think, oh, that would be so much fun to do. And I don't get sick of editing, really. It's just I'd never make time for those projects that I would enjoy doing. That's It's just for the enjoyment, just for the entertainment. I would love to be able to, to put together videos just to upload and for people to enjoy. Um, a couple of years back when the Avengers movie was just about to come out, my little creative outlet at the time was I took footage from... This is before the Avengers trailer appeared online. I uh, took footage from all of the other movies and cut together an Avengers you know, fan-made trailer and put it to music, and I just did it quickly in one night, uploaded it, and I think like it's still... Uh, you know, that's, that's like the most views of any video I've ever gotten. And I've even gotten people... It's been shared on other websites since and it's and it's gone on like it's it's not like millions of views it's probably only like you know dozens of views but um but uh, it's even gotten to a point where every once in a while i grab the link and i repost it and uh about a month ago i did that and i got someone commenting back to me saying you know accusing me of taking credit for someone else's work <laughs> and my name is in the bloody credits on the video so someone said, "Oh, it's really low that you you're trying to take credit for this guy's you know good work, dude. Shame on you, shame." I'm like, dude, it's that's my name. But uh, uh, okay, but, so yeah. so uh, copyright. Uh, we're gonna have to touch on that in another episode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I'd love to. You know, if more ideas, creative ideas, do uh, come to myself, then I'll speak them out here, and hopefully that'll push me to do them because. Uh yeah I uh, yeah like your doc idea now that it's out there you're gonna get pushed to do it a little bit more yeah and and that's a good thing that's why I said it if uh if I didn't actually want to make this I would I would never have said it cool so we're kind of rounding out the clock now to where we had set our goal of when we were going to uh, end the first episode here and strangely enough we talked very little about post production. Um, but that is, that was kind of the focus of this episode is to show like, you know, we're not just all about, uh, the work that we do. You know, there are some other things, but in future episodes, we will be talking about, uh, things like, uh, you know, oh, did you see, uh, Whiplash? Let's discuss the, the editing style of that movie or, uh, you know, projects that uh, you and I, Josh are working on and how we're tackling those projects. So, there will be more insight into how the mind of an editor works and uh, also some tips and tricks for those who uh, would like to learn. So that's definitely uh, I'd say I'd say at this point, um, I've stopped listening to you because I'm just thrilled that we made it this far (laughs) or that at least I made it this far. So uh, how, how do you think we did? I think we did pretty well. Yeah, we're still upright, you know, you more so than my than you know, I am. So um and we kept on time pretty well and uh yeah i i think we were mildly amusing to listen to i think we we should release this one but as most podcasters know the first episode is usually the roughest so if you've listened this far to this episode dear listeners uh don't worry the next one's going to be even better that's right And, and thank you for uh for listening if you would like to uh, learn more about the show, if you'd like to follow us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter 
at command edit. And if you'd like to email us with any of your you know, stories of post-production, any of your questions or, you know, hate mail, uh, you can email us at commandeditpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. And uh, you can find me personally uh, on Twitter at, at EditVideoFaster. And myself, uh, my company name is called Merck Media. So you can find me at Merck underscore media. With each time I, I speak that Twitter name, I realize uh, how silly it is. <laughs> or how difficult it is to com- to verbally communicate it. It's the underscore yeah, and that, that throws that, people that off. Is, uh, that is Merck, M-E-R-C, correct? Yes. Merck is short for mercenary. Uh, okay. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've been meaning to ask. See, I watch a lot of uh, a lot of movies that I guess feature the word the the, the short form merc. So, merc equals mercenary. Mercenary is a guy that you hire to shoot. So, at the time Merc Media was formed, it was very focused on cinematography, and I loved shooting for various kinds of projects. And so I said, "Yeah, I'm a mercenary. Hire me. I'll shoot for you." And uh, since then, have moved towards post production. So, uh, yeah. Them's me, my Twitter handle. So cool, that, that's where you can stalk each of us. That's right. I, I say at this point we could cue the outro music if we had any. If we, <laughs> if you're hearing outro music starting to creep over our voices right now, that means we've upped the production value. And uh, hopefully we have done so, and hopefully you heard something very entertaining at the very start as well. So thank you, listeners, for listening. Uh, Please uh, go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes, if we're even on iTunes at this point. Hopefully we are. Um, But uh, also, uh, come on back when we've got uh, episode two ready in the can. Cool. Yeah, I never have it. That's next week, right? We're we're doing every week, right? Uh, Weekly, yes. Weekly. All right. So we will see you next week. Next week. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, Once again, I am Josh Short. I am Nick Montgomery. And this is the Command Edit Podcast. I guess we will see you guys later. Done. All right, man. Uh, uh, Stop and save. (laughs) Uh, Virtual high five.